Welcome to another NY Jets Fans Podcast, episode 81 with host Davin Sharman and Chris. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast, Instagram at NY Jets Fans Podcast. As we get into another week, before we get into the NFL news, let's get into some Jets news. Uh, the Jets, Jermaine Johnson, oh my God, that is so much of a blessing. Seemed like the sun <laughs> just shined, shined down on us fans. <laughs> But forget about that. Let's talk about Dang the real right. Let's talk about Bobby Anderson. Um, one day Bobby Anderson is saying he got some unfinished business with the Jets. Then next day he's saying, "Well, I I, I like to uh, be on the same practice field with with Tom Brady. Me me and my uh, agent wants to talk about big money and big things and maybe moving on." Um, should, should we expect Robbie Anderson to move on from the Jets, or is he confused, or what? I'm I'm going to start it off with you, Sean, because I know how you, you know, I know how you get into real details on Robbie Anderson. So go right ahead. I I don't want us to lose Robbie Anderson. I'm not one of those fans that look at things and just black and white. I understand that we have that he is not the perfect uh, player, uh, but what he has as a in an elite form is speed, and the fact that he would that would be his second year in Adam Gase's offense, uh, using his speed and understanding how to play within that offense would be a really good addition to the, an offense that we already know as Jets fans. We need to protect Sam Donald. And believe it or not, having a weapon like that is protecting Sam Donald. Now, the money issue is everybody's, you know, you know my pet peeve, guys, about everybody acting like the Jets' salary cap is their pocket change. And I wouldn't pay him that, and I wouldn't pay him that, and whatever. If the team deem him $15 million worth $15 million, it's not, it's not for you to, you know, you might not like it, but that's what they deem him it's necessary to pay him. Not that I, be, I would agree with it or not. That's not the point. The point is, what is he and what does he bring to the team? And believe it or not, he would be an asset, you know. Um, what the whole television thing, the interviews and, and you know, I... I don't, I don't fall for all that bait stuff. Um, the guy is in actually in negotiation with an organization and trying to get the best out of the organization that he can. He will say whatever he needs to say to wring their arms to get as much as he can. Point blank, period. If it means that he has to make up a dream about him possibly playing with Tom Brady or practicing with Tom Brady, it's fine. I would do the same damn thing. You know, you're in negotiations. You're not thinking about the Jets fans. You're thinking about your pockets and your future. And that, and, 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 and that would be the reason why you would be saying all these things. So I'm not falling for it. I'm not all of a sudden mad at Robbie Anderson for saying things one day and saying another thing another day. I could care less. Whatever I, I at this point, trust Joe Douglas to make the right decision for the Jets. And, and he will evaluate Robbie Anderson. And if he deem him fit for 10, 11, 12, 13 million dollars, then fine. If he doesn't, he doesn't. That that at the end of the day, that's what it is. I'm not gonna play this game. 
<laughs> hey, the, the way I look at it, right, they're going to have, like you said, they're going to have a money, uh, an amount in their head that, that they're, they're willing to go up to, right? And that's going to be their offer. And if another team comes in and says, okay, you're 12 or 13 million, well, we're going to give them 15 million a season. Then it's going to be up to him to say, all right, do I take uh, a little bit less to sign with the Jets or do I go with the highest bidder? I mean, and we all know he's probably going to go with the highest bidder and we can't blame the guy if he wants more money. I mean, it is what it is. But I, I don't think the Jets are going to get into like a bidding war with anybody. They got, I think they're going to have a money, you know, an amount in their head and they're going to say, all right, we're not going to go over this much. We don't know what it is. It could be, like you said, it could be 12, could be 14, could be 10. I don't know. It depends on how they, how they value him. And, exactly. um, and I think the, um, the wide receivers in the draft are going to hurt him a little bit because maybe teams are going to say, all right, you know, yeah, we can pay him 14, 15 million, but we can also draft the guy in the second round. That's probably, that could be just as good as him. They don't have the experience, obviously, but you know what? We could take a chance, a chance that way and maybe sign someone else instead of him. And I'm sure now, that's what the Jets are thinking. Now, this is the, this is the, this is the argument, right? And, and this argument I've heard by Jets fans all, all for the last couple of weeks about drafting a replacement for Robbie Anderson. Okay. We're, we're, if we're talking about the top four to five wide receivers in the, in, in the, in the draft, um, at what number you think they're going to go? Um, though, you know, I'm, I've listened to, at this point, I don't know, about 100 mock drafts. And let's say they start going off the board just after our pick, around our pick to, you know, so teens, 20s, you know, they start going. So by the time we hit the 20s, Ruggs is off, Lamb is off, Judy's off, Jefferson is off, right? So mm -hmm. that, those are the guys we're talking about. So they're gone in the first round. And we're talking about second round. We're picking all the way number 48, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Who's the guys? Ayuk, Regar, Mims, DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Donovan right. It's going to come down to do the Jets my, value My them. issue, <laughs> right. And this, and this is the thing. It's like, okay, I like those guys, but their skill set to me is still not as dangerous as a, of, of as what Robbie Anderson can give do. Now, if you take the top five guys, I would say yes, because they have a very good mixture of skill set as a wide receiver, as in route running and all that stuff and speed, which Robbie Henderson, Robbie Anderson has never really been the best route runner, but what he could do with his speed Again, when we say speed, we're not just talking about straight line speed. One of the things that Robbie Anderson started becoming very good at last season was being able to pressure <coughs> corners inside and out and be able to cut off routes early and get and, 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 and run corner routes and run across uh, the field in crossing routes and stuff like that, which with, some, with somebody with his speed makes him even more dangerous because then when he releases inside and you think he's going to run an, a cross or crossing route, and all of a sudden he turns up field, you, are, you can't stop him, you know? And, and this, is the, this is what I'm saying. The, the, if you relegate him to, to be matched with the second tier wide receiver, of wide receivers coming out in this draft, I still think 
other than the bigger guys, like probably Mims and DPJ, I would say that he is still, oh, better than most of them, you know, especially what, in what, what I would think that uh, um, Adam Gase would use them as in his offense, you know. So, so, so again, so I still think that, um, that he will get paid more than people think. I don't think it'll be ridiculous. I just think, I still think he's in the space between 12, between 10, 12, 13. I still think that, and I, and I think that's what it's going to be. And I, I don't think a lot of teams are going to reach higher than that. Yeah, and I think because of the, the, the depth in the, in the draft, I think that's definitely going to affect him a little bit. You know, he, without that, like let's say if the wide receiver, um, the draft was not as deep, Let's say it was like an average draft for wide receivers. His, you know, his price might have went up a little bit. And and another thing that's also hurting him too, not hurting him, but another thing that's going to affect his price is also Cooper staying with Dallas. Because if Cooper stays with Dallas, Robbie Anderson becomes the number one option in free agency for wide receivers. So his price. And this is my. You know, and this so is why. This is why I said he's going to get paid. Because right, either gonna, way, it's, it doesn't yeah. matter. He's going to get paid. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to. You know, it's going to come down to money. You know, who's going to who's going to pay him the most money? Who's going to say, "All right, we'll give you fourteen million a year." You know, the Jets might not be Jets might have ten to twelve million in their head. You know, they might have more. We don't know, and that's the whole thing. You know, and but thankfully, we'll find out soon enough, so we can end <laughs> all the speculation of people saying, yes. "Oh, he's going, he's staying, he's going." Every day, it's a different story, hmm. and you know what? He's a free agent, and he's going to look for the best deal. And, you know, he even said, I want to play with a good quarterback. I want to play on a good team, team that's going to win. You know, so just be prepared. <laughs> prepare for the worst and, ex- ex- you know, prepare yourself for the worst and hope for the best. Uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's it. it. That's like <laughs> that's I said. It. I just don't want, want that mistake of overpaying. That's, that's all I ask for. And I done spoke about this about Anunwa, and I'm not going to talk about it no more. I don't overpay. Just don't overpay what what the value really is. If if, if it's if twelve thirteen million is his value, leave it right there. Don't overpay the guy, you know. And I know it's going to be a team that's going to be like let's skyrocket high. Okay, that's fine. Find a find a, a plan B or something because I don't. I just don't want to use all our money on on one guy because it seemed like just got some change and they got good change. It's really they really don't have much <laughs> they got to make something out of nothing just I, personally just i don't i don't see them going high for anybody really because i think if if they're not going to do what joe du- with uh what mac did last year signing bell for all that money cj mozak could understand because they needed that def- you know that kind of defensive captain other than adams but maybe even him i don't think they would have signed with uh, with joe douglas i really don't I don't think he's going to overpay, especially for Robbie Anderson. I don't think he's going to over. Not, I'm not putting him down, but he's not a guy you're going to overpay for. You know what I mean? The 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 thing like and and as much as I love Robbie Anderson, but I can't compare Robbie Anderson's level of play to um to the our middle linebacker now. I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'm just and, saying and, that and, and that dude is an elite player right. at his position. I don't see Robbie over- Anderson is not an elite wide receiver. No, I mean? so, he'll overpay so, for one of the linemen, I think. He'll go, right. so, you know, right up to the end with saying. them. Like, 
like my favorite my favorite lineman is Joe Thune from the from the Pats, uh, uh, free agent from the Pats. And I would overpay for him because he not only that. fits he not only fits to a T that zone scheme that Adam Gase runs, but that dude is ridiculously smart. And 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 he is very good at pa- at in, in his pass blocks, you know. And and um, we're gonna have our uh, our friend over to talk about him a little bit. Uh, um, our next episode, if everything goes well. But I'm I'm just you know I'm just saying that I think what we're saying. I think what I, I to encapsulate what all of us are saying is uh, we have a little bit more a lot of faith in what Joe Douglas is and that he's going to make very smart decisions about not only our money, but what he does in free agent and the draft. So we're not looking, we're not going to see him overreaching. Right, Davin? That's what you mean, right? Yeah. You can, you right. can, you can not, say that. Unless, I mean, unless got, it's an like, elite they, player. Right. It's like Joe Douglas from learning from, from learning, you know, from top, top GMs. You know he he shouldn't he he already has a tough test ahead of him, but he should know you know from them Ozzy Newsom and um <clears throat> and the other GM from the Eagles, uh you know what to do and what not to do. So I'm so I'm saying this from Connor Hughes uh from Connor Hughes he did say uh Joe Thune, uh Graham Glasgow Glasgow and um mm-hmm. Greg Van Toten, uh Roten is um yeah. is top the top of the list. So basically, yeah. Joe Douglas already has a plan on what he wants to do, and if and if for some reason he makes successful three three of these guys, offensive linemen guys, and whatever else, you know, it, it might look different for the draft. Who, who knows? He might have a different game plan for the number eleven pick. I think the team that's going to be our biggest um, problem with signing free agent—not problem, but. Especially getting the Patriot guys. Yeah, competition. Com- good work. Good work. I think it's going to be the <laughs> Miami Dolphins because of a lot of the money. coaches are there from the Patriots. And they, and have, they have ridiculous money. Right. And the other thing, right, we, we said it on Twitter earlier, is that they also have no state tax. So if we sign them to – let's say if we match their offer, Miami still has the better offer because they don't have the state tax. So you got to remember that too. This is this this is why this is why as a front office, just money won't just be the only thing uh, determining how to how to get players here. Right, the plan, situation. the future, the situation, the plan, the future planning mm-hmm. of what they what they how they sell, <coughs> what they're going to be doing at in New York for the next five years to the free agents is going to matter so much more than just how much money it is. Because in New York, let's be real, we pay so many, so much taxes here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know and that 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 a chunk of your money is gone. I mean, we're not the only place in the United States that that tax like that, but we're one of them. So we suffer consequences because of that. It doesn't help that we haven't won in a long time, also, you know. And 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 we we've been kind of a beleaguered organization <clears throat> for so long, you know. Yeah, we're, <laughs> so we have a be- lot. We yeah, have you, a lot going against us, you know. Yeah, you, so when, yeah, you so, come here, you're the, you're, the, you're playing second fiddle to the Giants. <laughs> you're playing second fiddle to the Yankees, you know, to everybody. So you gotta, right? You gotta weigh all this stuff up. If that doesn't bother you, then hey, you know what? I like to. And the, that's why in the in playing, I'm getting free agents are really hard, 
you know um and and the and that's why it it means so much that the front office come up with more than one plan in a, of attack like a kind of a low ball like a lot of like um um Connor used bringing up van rotten or van rotten rotan or whatever however you say his name um i think he was injured last year he's a pretty good guard you know um yeah a player like that i think i think um there's a tackle from the from the Cincinnati Bengals too that was out last year. Um, uh, his name his name I miss his name like and all these guys are okay. They're they're good players, you know. They're they're not they're not star players, but they're solid, you know. If 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 they could go for the under the radar tackles and guards to kind of fill in what they fill in, and then bring a young bring youth behind that for depth. You know that would ensure kind of the Jets going, a, you know, going a different route at, at, you know, trying to, you know, you know, make a uh, build a really good offensive line. You know that would be more something more feasible because of all the hurdles that as a Jet as a Jet organization that they have to deal with. Right. Exactly. True. Um, let's let's do let's do some uh, some NFL talk real quick. Let's talk about uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, he he finally got the contract he wanted. Um, for what we not that he know. wanted. Well, not that he wanted. He can't get his forty million dollars. But let's let's be real. Um, one hundred five million guaranteed. Um, thirty three million per year. Uh, is the deal going to happen or is he going to get tagged? See, let, let me just speak real fast with this. A, a lot of it is coming down to the the new CBA. With the new CBA, teams can only tag one player. Okay, under the old CBA, now you could tag the two guys, right? You could do the franchise, and then you could do the um, the other tag. Yes. So, right with the <clears throat> with the Cowboys, they figure it this way: if nothing works out, they could tag him, and they could tag uh, Cooper as well. But if they think the CBA is going to work out, you know, if they're going to vote yes on this new CBA, then they only got one tag. So now they're they're trying to work out. Uh, contract with one or both this way they don't have to use that tag you know because now they only get the one as a backup instead of the two so um i i mean and dak knows this so he's just sitting back he doesn't care he figures hey if you're gonna tag me you could sign cooper to whatever you want and then you could use the tag on me for one year i'll play i'll have another great season or hopefully hopefully he has another great season and then he goes into next year Either A, getting tagged again. I'm not sure with the new CBA if you could get tagged two years in a row. I'm not sure. But if you can, you're getting like a 20 or 30% increase on your salary. Or he's going to go back into free agency and then Dallas could either sign him or someone else will sign him. So he's getting his money regardless. How much? That's, you know, I don't think he's going to get $40 million, But I think he wants to get whatever the top guy is getting, like Russell Wilson. He's shooting Guys. for that type of money. Whether he's worth it or not, that's a whole other discussion. If we want to discuss that, we can. But over over the <laughs> years, I have learned over the years, and I wish I could have kind of mapped this out because I I I don't have uh, enough of that information around. But I could remember um, a lot of those big contracting negotiations where the teams the teams would leak something out. And then everybody would blow up against the player because it seems like the player is being greedy, 
and so on and so forth. Listen to me. Half of what the team is leaking out is bull. You know that because they're in negotiations. Like the same thing with what Robbie Anderson was saying before. They're in negotiations. They don't want to give up, give, give anybody the upper hand, you know, if you're in, in, in negotiations. You're trying to get leverage. That's what you're trying to do. Even if you know for sure that you don't really have leverage, especially in the Cowboys. The Cowboys gave up so much leverage. They had, um, they had ample time to sign Dak Prescott. They wait until the fifth hour to try to, on, to try to negotiate a contract with him. And they're bla- blasting it over the airways that oh, we offered him a $105 million contract. Okay, the numbers are a very small part of what the contract is. What are the other stipulations? Did you, if, you, if they had released the whole contract into the media, telling them, oh, listen, it's going to be this amount of money this way. He's going to get these incentives. He's going to get these amount of years. Then fine. But all they released was the max amount, which was $105 million, and how much you would make a year, which was $33 million, right? right. Don't, you see, don't you think that sound, that's a little bit kind of uh, shady? They're, they're basically leaving the most important parts of the contract out. And that is the reason why I don't buy this stuff. I always kind of stand back and just watch the way teams deal with players because they're definitely trying to use the media and the fans to manipulate the situation when they release those information. They never release the whole thing. And that's why I kind of... um. I understand Dak's point because if you had the chance to sign me about a year and a half ago to two years ago and you did not, where you could have afforded me and paid me about 25 to $28 million a year, you know, and you did not for whatever reason, that's on you. The, the ball is in my court. So now right. I could force whatever I want out of you. So now right. he's, he's in the driver's seat. Right, but it's now. But now, what you have to understand is that Dallas is doing whatever they can to find to try to get themselves back in the driver's seat, and all that information they're releasing little by little into the media is their attempt at getting back in the driver's seat. That's why I don't buy any of the stuff about how much Dak wants because Dak has never said publicly that he wants any number. This information is definitely wants- Dallas. I think, he, I think the amount is okay. I think it's the years. I think he wants more years. That's he, at I least that's I wouldn't I, go too crazy on the years. I, I wouldn't either, but I'm just you get from that. I'm just guessing that that's what he wants. I don't think he wants but, much more. I mean, but how Devin, much more does he want? <laughs> Devin, how much? What do you mean you don't know how much production you're gonna get from that? Uh, what kind of quarterback was Dak Prescott like, last year? I mean, he had a great season, but Ramon, hold on, hold on. I ain't saying great. Let's put good. Really? Most of them, most of them yards. Look, most of them yards had came from blowout. Like when they was down, and then he had to force himself to try to force that team, to force the Cowboys to come back. Less than less than half of those yards. But you gotta remember, this guy does. He's he's healthy. Most of that offense should should go from from Zeke from Zeke. And it's uh, not going through Zeke. So how's how you think it's going to work out with McCarthy? He's got almost five thousand yards passing last year. Forty nine oh two. Right, and I'm giving credit. Right, 
Only eleven picks. He, he had a pretty and I'm good season. Credit for it, Chris, but most of less than half yards is coming from less than half of them. I'm yards just talking from, from being down. Okay, but okay, from his fine, point, but he's still doing it. Right. It's not like it's not like this. Right. But he's doing it. But how many? How many quarterbacks? Okay. Right. So listen to this, though. Okay. Dak or Jameis Winston? No, come on, man. Why, why are you going to compare? That is a horrible fucking comparison. <laughs> Excuse my oh, language. No, think about it. I'm trying What's to make, out there? I'm trying to make a point. I'm, What's what out I'm there? To make, exactly. I'm What's trying out to there? make a point here. I'm trying to make a point here. They have this guy in-house. Yes, he's not Aaron Rodgers or, or, or Brady or, or all these other better quarterbacks in the league, but he is your guy. And, and supposedly is, the coaches love he him. Is top He's at least top half of the league. You understand me? Come on. You could yeah, you I mean he's not elite, but that. he's definitely you have to, he's very <laughs> close to it. Right. He's there very is close things to about top his 10. game. There's things about his game that need work. Yes. But of course, as a professional, there's things you always have to work on. Yes, Dak Prescott is not crap. That but why in the mm. hell would you wait to sign him? You weren't sure of what that. you were getting. That I don't get. I, I don't get. Yeah, we, we talked about it last year, I think. Years ago. Right. We were talking about this very thing. I don't get it. Yes. I don't get That's the part I don't understand. And supposedly they love him. You know even I mean? if, supposedly even the coaching if, staff if, love and, him. And this, is, and this is my issue. And this, and this is my issue with the whole thing. Because it's <laughs> the same crap that happened with, um, with what's his name that's in uh, with the Vikings now. Right. The Redskins basically ran up the price on this dude, making him worth more than he's actually worth, right? Because they would not settle for what he is. You know what the guy is. He's not going to be a world beater. He's just average or just slightly above average. But there's not that many quarterbacks that could do what he does. They, and not, that are available. Not, he's, <laughs> right. And he's not Aaron Rodgers, but he's, he's, he's right there. And so he's still young. It, so, <laughs> so pay him, keeping him how in in house, and build an offense around to kind of accentuate what he does, and then you're fine. And then you draft quarterbacks until one day you probably find somebody that could replace him. Quarterbacks don't are not a dime a dozen. They don't grow on trees. So and he's going to be twenty-seven years old. So he's in his re- prime. <laughs> this is this is the thing that bothers me the most about this whole thing. This should have never come to this. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And and he's sitting back, probably saying, "What else do I have to do?" No. <laughs> mm, oh, oh, um, yeah. My last only thing I'm going. Last thing I'm going to say is, uh, with Mike McCarthy being in this offense, I don't know how it's going to work out with Zeke. Uh, with Zeke and uh, well, it's supposedly side. still like that. What's like, his name is still there, right? The same OC is there, of course. But that's Keller but Moore that's the, but Keller Moore is not. Letting Zeke do what do what he's supposed to do, and that's going to get it. It's still going to cause. I'm the sure. Okay. I'm sure McCarthy's let's, gonna you know add whatever he's gonna add to the offense. Okay, let's but, go back. Well, they're not let, going let, to the playoffs again. When when Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers under Mike McCarthy, you guys remember his running backs? His running backs was garbage. Well, his running <laughs> really? Backs, like they so was he okay. didn't. So he didn't. They so was, he didn't have thousand like, yards rushes. He didn't have any. He have he didn't have thousand yards rushes, right? All right. Wait, wait, we're talking about, wait, for a second, I just want to go back to the rubbery. No, no, wait, let me. No, 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 before that, before that, no, no, before, come on. It was before Tom Montgomery. 
who who was the running back oh, when, he, when um, he went to the Super Bowl? When Green Bay went to the Super Bowl, who were they running? Who was their running back? Oh man. Well, let let me. All right, you guys think about that for a second. Let me just give you some numbers for a second. With Elliott, okay, he carried yeah. the ball three hundred one times this year. Three hundred one. The year before, he carried three hundred four times. One less game. <laughs> so, again, Chris? This year, this past season, he carried the ball 301 times. Okay? The year before, he had one less game. He played in only 15 games. He had 304 carries. 304 carries, but he yep. still – but the whole thing – all right, let's go, let's go into the, the games. Not many guys lost. carry that many. <laughs> of but but let, let's go to, like, games like Chicago and the games that – he he had a nice little start, and then they just let that do what the do what the hell he want. I'm, and, I'm and not, like I say, I, I'm not beating no, that. I, I'm not saying. going pop pop pop. That you you deserve <laughs> you deserve a bashing. No, I'm just saying like if you if your running back is is that is that key guy that they gave y'all the wins that took y'all to the playoffs. As much as that Prescott is, you know, much as that Prescott and Amari Cooper and Randall Cobb and all these other guys like. Find a way to 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 get to give it to the to the to the hot guy, so you could be able to to get to get that you know what I'm saying and involve more, you know, because mm-hmm. you just giving Dax the ball and letting them throw that ball out there, it's not going to work out, especially if the guy is starting sixty yards, sixty yards with what eight carries, that that's actually good. That's eight. That's like what close to nine yards. I'm gonna say eight yards per uh, carry. That's actually good. So you basically. You know, Getting the first shot, first down, with almost um every any every carry. Like why is why is he's not still getting the ball? Like why is you not putting putting involved? Like hey, why you not? A, I don't get it. And you know what? Exactly. Right. Well, can that's I, why I, I think when you mix in, can the I give you a reason why though? Can I give you a reason why though? Who, um um that the the Cowboys OC that was his first year as an OC, right? His first full year as an OC, right? I think yeah, so. Yeah, it's still, it's still, it's still, it's still no, no excuse. After like, we, oh, just listen. like how we talk about the players that jail for eight games and they supposed they to. They still did pretty good still, scoring points, though. But this is what I'm trying good. to say. This is what I'm trying to say. Listen, I understand the criticism. It's not, it's not unfounded. I'm not saying you're totally wrong. What I'm saying is what you're expecting from a first year OC. You understand? Um, he's balancing act of calling, um, play calling, and being being um, precise in when he's supposed to play call, and adding in what his players do well. It will take time for him to become an all-in, like a, it, um, Cal, um, you know, um, what's his name in for in the at the forty nine in the forty nine the Shanahan, Cal Shanahan. He did not overnight become Cal Shanahan, the most most feared offensive um, offensive coordinator in the league. It took him time to get there. It will take time for this kid to get in, to get to be a better OC. Of course, your criticism of him is is very founded. It's actually true. He should have used Zeke more in more in in better situations, especially in places where they had the lead and they needed to run the clock down. You know, but there was issues. They were, they had issues in offensive line. They had play calling issues because that happens when you're new at your job. It's simple as that. Again. I'm not saying the guy is going to be the best offensive line coach. I'm just saying that there were reasons why things didn't work out the way they were supposed to. Also, you know who was the coach 
<laughs> and we know what he stands for. So, so, you know, there's a lot of things that was wrong with what was going on at the time. None of it is Dak's fault. I think Dak played very well. I think, I'm not saying that he was great. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that he was subpar. I think he was, it, it was good for what he was asked to do. There was, there was times that, yes, he fell apart, but he's not a finished product either. So, you know, I, uh, the fact that people, you know, the Cowboys are kind of head scratching and hand wringing about paying that guy is, the mo- is what bothered me the most. Like I said, I'm not even in the bashing them. I'm more, I'm more on, uh, I'm more on the coaching type thing. But we'll see, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll get back to this topic maybe, maybe as the season <laughs> progresses. But I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm I'll, sure let it, I'll let it slide. But uh, to answer that question, uh, with the running backs, it's uh Ryan Grant from 2007 to 2012. Yes, Ryan Grant. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was Ryan Grant. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to hear more about this next week because Monday, Monday is the start of the, the you know uh, the tampering, so you can start talking to guys. And also Monday, I think they're a minute apart. Um, they have to go Monday. Um, is the tag deadline? Yeah, and then a minute later is going to be you know you're going to start talking to guys, and we're going to hear Monday's going to be a busy day <laughs> in the NFL. We're going to hear a lot. Yes, we can't wait. Um, let's get a quick take. Uh, Michelle Yanda has retired. Um, how, uh, how, uh, Charmin in your own, to, in your own opinion, your own take, uh, how you feeling about this guy retiring and, and how you see him as a player? You know, you know how, how I feel about the, um, the quality of, uh, uh offensive line play in the league. Um, um, there's a few people that I, uh, that's very few people that I, um, that I follow and trust with information about, about offensive line play. Um, shout out Brandon Thorne on Twitter, uh, a student of the game, definitely. And, uh, what I have learned from these guys and of course my friend, uh, uh, Joe, um, what I've learned more than anything is that players like that come are very rare. You know, he's a, he's one probably one of the better interior linemen in the NFL for the last I don't know how many years. Um, so um, salute to him, man. I hope whatever he does after football, he was he becomes as great as what he was doing in the NFL. Definitely one of the best or better ones to do it. Right. He's he's one of three guards in history. To uh, I gotta get this right. I'm not gonna get this right. But he's one of three guards. It's him, Fanica, and somebody else. Man, been to, yeah, him, Fanica, and another guard um, that went to eight or more Pro Bowls and won a Super Bowl, I believe. You, you're same. You're in the same same sentence as Alan Fanica, man. You're a beast. Yeah, simple as it's that. Him, Fanica, <laughs> and oh man, I should have wrote it down. But I did see it. If I get it again, I'll, I'll make sure to the Ravens. They was going to give him. Uh, was it the Ring of Honor? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, he deserves that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, name, that gonna... name is that name is synonymous with not only the Ravens but also, like I said, uh, great offensive line play. And he's going to be. A... In a, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, oh yeah. yeah. Yes, he will. But congratulations on your career, and hopefully, we'll see you in uh, maybe commentating or something. You know, just something in particular. But 
enjoy enjoy your career and many blessings to you. Um, Chris, C C CBA update. Um, uh, <laughs> what, what you what you got for us, man? Uh, well, you know, um, they announced a new uh, head of the player representative, right? They That's from the Browns, I think. the Browns, right? And I mean, it looks like it's going to pass, but there's definitely cracks there because the guy um, that was just traded to the Chargers, uh, what's his name? Okuda? Okung. 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 Yeah, Russell Okung. Yeah. He put in. He put in something. He's trying to sue the um, the players' association for like mm-hmm. misrepresentation, and mm-hmm. so something's up. I don't know if that's going to fly. I don't know what's going on. But then um, Aaron Rodgers uh, set sat out in one of the meetings. Yeah, he did, and that makes no sense because he's totally against it. So he should be going to the meetings and talking to these other guys and saying, "Listen, this is why we need to, you know, turn this down." You know, he's got to he's got to educate the other guys. Right. You know, I mean, it makes well, no sense. Well, well, clearly it's a disagreement going on between certain factions of players. Uh, um, there's certain players. I uh, I think Chris has pointed it out before that the players that uh, that make up the larger uh, part of the NFL, the ones that that normally don't play long as long or make as much money, are the ones that are okay with the extra game and they're okay with the extra money. The guys that play longer longer um, careers and make more, most money are worried about it because then they won't play as long. You know, because their bodies are going to be beat up, and they're going to play longer games and stuff, um, longer seasons and stuff. And plus, like another set of so, people that are going to be affected are the guys that have been retired already, that are getting pensions. They're going to get a raise in a, in their pension if this goes through. There you go. So they're and, the one. They're also upset about this too, because they want this to go through, because they they want a nice raise. Right, and and so mm-hmm. so there's definitely and this and and this is why I agree with Chris. Um, the fact that Aaron Rodgers sits out makes absolutely no sense because if there's a disagreement, let's hash it out. Instead of right. you get pouting and sitting in the corner, right. you know, go go meet up with guys. Hey, listen, man, this is my point. This is my point of view. This is why I think this sucks. You know, let's do this instead. And this is and 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 like every other argument we we have, you know, wherever we have arguments, um, um, it has to like instead of just telling people how, what you want. You know, and and what why you think something is wrong? I think I think it's necessary to sometimes point out what your version of what you want would look like. You know, kind of clarifying what your point is. You know, that's why that's why getting mad and going to sit in a corner, going to sit in the corner, makes absolutely no sense to me. Uh, you know, go 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 in. You know, and hey, listen, I know you guys love this, but I don't think this is what this is going to work for us. For these reasons, but I have an idea. Let's do let's do this instead. This is gonna work not only for me but also for you and you, you know. And this is you know stuff like that matters. You can't just get mad at stuff because it doesn't work for you. You can't be selfish. You gotta you gotta include everybody's gotta it's gotta work for everybody. And sometimes it doesn't. That's that's how life is, unfortunately. And, and it, to me, it, it doesn't make well. I mean, it makes sense because he's what thirty six. He's gonna be thirty seven. In December, so he knows he's only got a few years left. So he figures, yeah. hey, you know what? If it goes to seventeen, I don't care because I'm going to be out of here in a couple of years, and I've already made, God knows how much money that guy's made already. 
So he doesn't, I, I, but he's the guy that should say something and say, listen, guys, I'm going to be leaving in another year or two, three years, maybe. So it really doesn't affect me that much. And I've made my money, but think about the guys coming in. Think about your careers down the road. Think about the long term forecast there for your careers. Right now, your average career is like three years. If you go to 17, it might be even less. And then because now the older guys are not going to stick around as long because they don't want to deal with this 17-game schedule. So, And also add in the, the less practice time during the offseason, which she spoke about last week, how, how much that has affected the game. We see it. It's so sloppy, the tackling. and it's, <laughs> We could go on forever about that aspect. So that, that's a whole other issue. But this is what yep. these older veterans should step in and say, listen, guys, this is why this is not working. We need to work this out better. We need to figure yep. out a way to get the money without adding the game, without taking away the practice. And I know a lot of the young guys are probably like, hey, I don't want to practice that much, right? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they're pretty cool with that. But I don't know. Somebody's got to really educate some of these, these younger guys and say, listen, this is what's better for us, you know, but I don't yeah, see that it's, happening. It's, it's, I, to, to me, it's a, just a lack of communication, a proper communication. Mm. You know, um, like, like everything else, uh, um, there's just a bunch of extremes and nobody wants to sit down and let's just hash it out. Hey, listen, I know you disagree with me, but let look, like I said before, and these are conversations <laughs> that need to be had. Enough of the Twitter, the Twitter um, I'm posting and stuff and sit down and hash this out. It's important for, for you as a player, it's important for your legacy as an NFL player because then, because then you're going to be opening the, uh, helping out the come, upcoming NFL players and also the guys behind you that have retired. So, you know, uh, a proper conversation needs to be had and enough of the pout it. Yeah, yeah and, and think about it. The ones that are saying no are speaking directly to, uh, what's the guy's name, Demarius Smith, the guy that's the president yeah. of... Yes. that's directly to him. They're saying, no, we don't, <laughs> we don't agree with you. And they're basically saying, we want this guy out because <laughs> this guy's agreed to it, not agreed to it, but he said, okay, let me pass this on to my guys. He shouldn't even got to that point. And that's, that's what, what they're that, saying. Right. Yeah. That's what they're saying. So they obviously don't like this guy for whatever the reason. So that's a whole yeah. other issue. Well, you know what? Well, I remember. Remember, I said last week that we that we weren't nervous. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I think I think after this week, a uh, little a little um, a little nerves here and there. And listen, <laughs> I don't blame the guy. You know, that's the forty eighth guy on the roster. You know, a special teams player that might not have a job after one year, or maybe not even make the year because he's getting so much more money. You know, so I get it. It sounds great on paper. Yeah, it, we're making more money. We're getting more revenue you know, we'll get more part of the revenue. The the retired guys are getting more money. So this is great, but they got to look at other things. It can't be just about the money. Yep. And it's not supposed to just, just, just about your pocket, man. Right. Look at the, look at the whole thing. And, look at everything on the whole. And you know what? Like it, it's easy for us to like our unions. Like if we worked in a union, it's easy because we're all basically on the same pay scale. You know what I mean? We're all making yep. the same amount of money. You know, you make your top pay, whatever. So, yep. you know, like, we're easy to talk to, you know, in a regular union, but this is like a very different union. You got people making $20, $30 million a year, and then you got the low guy making, you know, less than a million. So it's, 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 it's a big difference. Yes, it is. What's true? 
It's hard to keep everybody happy in a union like right. that. Yes. Never keep keep everybody happy. No. But, <laughs> but yeah, um Charmin, taste some yes, taste some hell. First round tender from uh <laughs> from from the Saints. And I really you know I wanted to get into this topic too, uh because we had a such such an interesting uh conversation uh when we text each other. Uh, um so how do you feel about about the Saints doing this? I know they said they was working on a deal, but feel about them taking this gamble on this first round tender it's not a gamble for them um if any team has for some reason uh tried to poach him out of uh, the saints uh it you know the saints get a first round pick in return it's simple as that you know that that's that's why it's not a gamble on their part um i've said what i said before on our you know on this podcast about the fact that um, yes, he is a, quite a weapon, Taysom Hill, uh, but um, the fact that there's people out there saying that he's going to be a quarterback, uh, I don't think what have seen him do, what I saw him do in college is not, uh, is not something that I would say all of a sudden that I would, be, I would want that guy to be my QB. Um, not because you could run around. That doesn't make you a quarterback. There's other things, you know. Like throwing the ball, the matter, and uh, and Taysom Hill has done something to show that he could be a weapon, a weapon in an offense. Uh, but can consistently throw the ball with accuracy? Have we seen that? No, we haven't seen that. Uh, every every quarterback that we know, even the ones that we think that are not that good, they throw the ball on a consistent basis. Taysom Hill has, does. That's not his job. So to me, for you to put a first-round tender on a guy that supposedly might be your future quarterback, and then I've never seen him throw the ball consistently, I'm, I don't know why a first-round tender would be something I would even reach for as any team. You know, there's too many options out there in my mind. Even if I have to wait till next year and the kid from Clemson, I don't, I'm, I'm going for that instead of for me instead of some commodity that I, you know, that. To me, it's kind of out there. And here's another thing. I don't opinion. know if you guys realized. Taysom Hill is 30. He's going to be 30 years old this year. There you go. I didn't know he was that. I didn't know he was that age. Not that that's old, but. I know he's been in the league for a while. Like, you know. Yeah, he's um, been. Yeah. He's only been in the league a couple of years, but I think he went, he did some kind of a thing with the college. Okay. Yeah, he, he switched. I think he switched schools. Yeah, I, he, went I on, wanna... he went on a mission or something. One of those mission type of things. Was that what it was? Yeah, he went to BYU, and I think he went on a couple of year mission after the, after he got out of BYU. And then, but, um, what did he come back? He, he did he he used to play for Kentucky at one point. Somebody I can't remember what what it was. Uh, but listen, um, I've seen I've seen um some of his film, um, but you know it's hard yeah, to I get mean, your just, hands on college film. Yeah, and, and, there's, and yeah, there's not much. There's, there's not, not much yeah, pros, I, but. Yeah, exactly, and that's my problem. I, my my problem is like obviously the team must obviously they think very highly of him to put a first yeah, round tender do. on him. Yes, and I don't see a team taking a chance with him just for the reasons exactly for the reasons you're saying. I think you you said it perfectly. I mean, you know, you're gonna give up a first round pick for this guy where you you really don't know what you're gonna get exactly. from a quarterback point of view unless you're gonna use him the same way the Saints have that been the using, Saints but, do. Yep. But would you waste a first round pick on that? I mean, I think I'd rather draft a, a guy 
in the draft and do the same thing and have him as like a, you know, a gadget guy or whatever you want to call it, you know? So, yep. um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I don't think, I don't see a team matching that, you know, giving up a first round pick for him. So yeah. that, that would be one of those things where the um, explosion over your head kind of emoji thing, that's exactly what yeah. would happen to me. And think about I it. He'll be 31. Happen. He'll be 31 next year if he's going to take over the, the starting job. Hmm. I think that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so yeah, we'll see. he'll he'll see he'll sign he'll sign that deal with the Saints if he knows what's best for him because this is the only contract he's gonna get paying him <laughs> the decent money. I'm he just might, saying. Yeah. yeah, no, we'll see. I'm saying. <laughs> um. So so Chris, uh, Tua, uh, health. Uh, I know it's health update. Um, they say he's good to go. Um. What's, what? How, uh, if a team, if a team do draft him, well, when the team do draft him, um, do you feel like the team should be concerned because of his injuries or what? Well, I, I definitely, whatever team's going to draft him, let's say if it's Miami, whoever's going to draft him is obviously looking at his medical reports, and so far it's coming back great, as great as it could possibly be, you know, considering what what he what. Uh, injury he just went through with the hip um and obviously if you're going to draft him and he's obviously going to go in the top five it looks like Miami at, at at the lowest um and now there's rumors that Washington might draft him number two but I think they're just putting that out there to get some offers to trade mm-hmm. down but whatever anyway he's definitely going to go in the top five right after uh Burrow but um I I, I think whatever team does draft him I would, you know, I mean, I would think they're going to sit him for the year just so they could heal up, you know what I mean? Because he's had that injury, and also before that, he also had two ankle injuries, two ankle surgeries. So he's he's been through a lot, and that's just college. Imagine coming to, to the pros where the guys are bigger and faster. So he's going to be taking some big hits here too. So I think whatever team drafts him – is going to sit him for the year, I would say, you know, kind of like a red shirt, you know, if you want to look at it that way. But they're just going to have him sit for the year. If Miami gets him, I'm sure uh, they'll, they'll roll with Fitzmatch, Fitzmagic one more year and, uh, and hope he can make it through the year and Tua could just sit out and, and just heal up as best as possible. But so far, like you said, his medical records are coming out, coming back great or as great as possible they could be. But – I mean, to me, I mean, I wouldn't draft a guy that high with all of the injury history. I, I know he's a great he's a great quarterback, and he might he might have went one if he didn't have any injuries at all over Burrow. Yeah, it, it, it's, th- it's no, no, it's debatable because Burrow Burrow Trua, did have a great Trua, year this year. Truer Woods, Truer Woods, that you haven't spoke you haven't spoken Truer Woods, man. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, no, he. Um, I, I could see it, but here's the thing with those injuries. I don't know if I'd pick a guy that high. Especially if I'm Miami, you know, like I'm going to take a chance with a fourth, you know, a three, four or five overall pick on a guy that's got that kind of injury history coming into the to league. And he's not the biggest guy to begin with. Yeah. I uh, remind you of anything. <laughs> remember the last, remember the last time Miami said something like that? What you just said, what happened to them? who did they miss on again? I forgot. Uh, maybe it's, it's a uh, uh, do peas. Is that his name was? It was something like that? Because cause last time I remember um 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 they they had a chance to get to get Drew Brees and they 
and because oh, of his shoulder, him. yeah, signing, signing him. him. I'm not saying drafting him. Yeah. I'm oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That, you know, they had a chance. Yeah. You know, and, and they backed out. They backed out on 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 getting him because they were scared of his of his medicals. <laughs> and look what he look look what he ended up playing. How much longer he ended up playing in the league after that. Yep. You know, so still so playing. listen, man. I, <laughs> still torturing defenses, but yeah. Um, my my, you know, listen, man. Uh, this is gonna be a tough thing, you know, because of the kind of guy he is, and the, you know, you you know, heard multiple people gush about the the kind of man he is. Uh, uh, uh let alone the kind of football player he is. Those kind of leaders are uh, not uh, not things. Uh, they don't. They don't grow on trees, you know. These. If you're looking for a quarterback, that that's that's the kind of quarterback you have. You, the only thing with Tua is that he's not six two, or six three. That's the only thing. Other than that, <laughs> you know, he has the intangibles. He has the skill. He has the the accuracy. You know, all that, man. Um, and 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 if they're drafting him, you know, somebody will have to overlook the injuries and take a shot. You know, take a they roll roll the dice. You know, if it works out, it works out, you know, at the end of the day, because this is what you do it for, man. You do it for, you do, you do the hunt to catch, you know, the, the biggest game, you know, and the biggest game is a franchise quarterback for the next 12, 13, 14 years. Right. So imagine, imagine, so. imagine, right. Imagine you take a shot, you know, he was injured in college and for some miraculous reason, he, he never, he never gets an injury injury again. He dominates the AFC and the NFL for the next foreseeable future. Come on, man! You know that's that's what we that's what we're talking about here. So if Miami really believes in this kid, they will take a shot at him, man. They will overlook the the medicals and take a shot. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And that's what the draft is, you know. At the end of the day, for all the the talk about what players can do and what we think they can do or what shows up on film. There's there's things about players that you can't measure that really matter, and until they put a put an NFL helmet on and a uniform on, sometimes you can't tell, man. And 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 you're taking a shot, you know. <laughs> it, it, the only problem is with a quarterback when you take him that high, if he's a bust, you're you're sending your franchise back a few years. Not really. No, not really. really. Because let's say, okay, all right, look. Let's look at all the look at all look at all the busts quarterback wise top five picks. Okay, <laughs> okay in, fine. In but but best. we're talking about wait. But mm-hmm. we're not talking about the quarterback that's gonna fail as in his skill. We're talking about the quarterback that's gonna fail because he can't be on the field. But it doesn't matter. Yes. It's still so, a fail. So, <laughs> so okay, all right, fine. So look at this. Look at it this way, right? If my issue is that Tua has medical issues, right? I wait until probably week five and put him in, right? He plays three games, he flashes. He shows that tour accuracy, bomb, touchdowns and stuff like that, and boom, he gets injured, right? Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're like, man, that's a bust. Then you lost almost all your games. You end up picking like second. Then you end up with, the, with one of those quarterbacks coming out next year. What did you lose? What did you're you hoping, lose? No, no, you're hoping, you're hoping for that. You're hoping for the perfect scenario. <laughs> That's if everything falls right. But how many times have we seen a team draft a quarterback top five and then they bust 
and then they're like, oh, now what? <laughs> We're back to square yeah, one. We're back to right. being the worst team in the league. We're back to rebuilding again. And Most it's going to be a, a three or four year process again. There's, there's definitely <laughs> more than the quarterback happening at that point because, yeah, the quarterback might be not be that good. But if your front office is good enough, you could definitely smell a loss when it losses and cut your losses when you're supposed to. And one of the reasons why some of those teams you're talking about keep playing in the basement in the NFL is because they don't get over the loss when there's a loss. Call it what it is. If you see that you've lost, man, don't keep trying to revive the dead, you know. Throw no, him out I, of the trash and I, then move on. And NFL play, and some NFL teams can't do that. And you know the deal. <laughs> no, no, right I here. do. Yeah, no, I, exactly. But that's why we haven't won anything either for so long. You know, but that's but do, a, it's different with a quarterback than any other position. If you bust on the quarterback, you're you're putting all your hopes on this one guy, like us with Leonard Williams or any of the other guys that we've busted on in the first in the first round. If they bust, it's like okay. If it's a defensive end, we've had that. We've had Williams, not not so much a bust, but not a guy that you know equaled up to the fifth or sixth overall pick, or uh, Darren Lee. You know, there's all these guys that have busted it on us, but you could survive if a linebacker doesn't work out or a linebacker or if a lineman doesn't work out. But when the quarterback doesn't work out, he's especially now so much different than 20 years ago. And 20 years ago, it was going to push you back. Now it's even worse. But like you said, if it does, then you're going to be right back to the first or second pick and hopefully you hit with the next guy. There you yeah. go. You just keep Hopefully. shopping until you get, I guess you get, so. get the big fish. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, before we get into our NFC North and South preview, uh, let's let's do let's do a free agent uh, prediction. Um, I know Jimmy Graham got released. Uh, he's about to get released tomorrow. Packers save eight million dollars. Um, I know Rashad Jones from the Dolphins is getting cut. Jonathan Joseph is going to be a free agent. Uh, there's going to be a couple of free agents out there. But um, the Jets, from, from our Jets standpoint, um, top three players, in y'all, opinion, in y'all own opinion, the Jets is going to sign. Joe Douglas is going to sign. O-line, O-line, O-line. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> they got to get one of the big fish, right? You, you mentioned Tooney, um, Conklin, uh, one of those – one of those guys, uh, the the guy from the Redskins, they said that he's probably going to get tagged. Um, Trent Williams. No, not Trent Williams. The other guy, Shreff. Um, oh, Redskins? Yeah, Brendan Scherf. Yeah. Scherf, Scherf. I'm sorry. They yeah. said he's probably going to get tagged. So um, we got to assume he may not be available. But they got to get at least one, hopefully two of those guys signed. Mm, okay. What, what do you I, think, we need that more than any anything in our, on our team, right? Yeah. So. Um. Um. For me, um. My my my, I told you guys my favorite my favorite is um the guard from from the Pats, Joe Tooney, um um, definitely um the the name of the guy I was looking for um from the Redskins, Cordy Glenn, um um the tackle um I mean there's guys that I that that but most of them are offensive line like Chris like Chris says. I think I think that's where that's where I would go, um, offensive line. And um, I wanted to also bring up uh, a cornerback, um, um, either uh, James uh, Bradbury or, or, or Jalen Mills. 
maybe, you know, um, the, the, those are the, probably the corners I'd be looking at that probably look like they fit what Greg Williams would be looking for. Another couple of guys, too, the guys from the Eagles, um, uh, Vitae, because he can play little multiple positions. So he's the guy you can move around a little bit, tackle or guard. Um, and also, um, what do you call it, the older guy. We were talking about him last week. Hmm? Peters. Jason yeah, Peters. Jason Peters. He's another guy. That's a possibility, too. I mean, I, I'm, I wouldn't go too high on him because he is going to break down on you. He's been breaking down the last couple of years. He's old. He's 37. But he's still, when he's playing, he still plays at a very high level. Um, but he is going to miss a lot of, you know, plays, games. But I think he's a good bridge guy to whoever we draft, hopefully. Any young guy, just to kind of keep the line in, in order, to mentor them, whatever you want to call it, uh, coach them, be like a player coach. Um, so that, that, those two guys I'd be thinking about, too. Right. Uh, I think I got a different approach. Uh, yes, yes, they, yes. I think he's going to go with the offensive lineman and everything. But uh, other than other than the guy from the past, Joe Tooney, uh, I'm. I think Robbie Anderson is going to be gone. Um, and I think, and I think, and I think, I think he might sign Emmanuel Sanders. Don't ask me why. This is just my prediction. It's just my IMO. Don't shoot me. <laughs> uh, and, the, and the last guy is what Sharma said, either James Bradbury or, or Chris Harris Jr. Like I said, I just I just have that funny feeling. The first day, teams is going to be very aggressive. And it's going to be some players out there that's going to be like, I don't want to go to this team because of whatever their reasons are. Right. And or they have more money than, than the Jets do per se. But Joe Douglas will come try to come as aggressive as possible and if he gets three three offensive linemen guys, that that I'll be happy as hell. But if he can't and he finds solutions or substitutions and plan B, then I'm happy with that as well. <laughs> I, I also I also want to say one thing about building this offensive line. Jets fans need to understand um, that getting together a complete offensive line, completely new offensive line, will be almost impossible. They, this will be a two-year thing at least. They yes, might definitely. be able to get their hands on at least two premier guys or two guys that fit that do or two or three guys, but they would have to probably wait until next year to get add the other players. Um, we the, they would probably be forced to keep either our left tackle, uh, that's uh, um, what's his name, uh, Beecham, or they would probably be forced to keep uh, um, Winters, or, or get sign Winters back, or or, or get uh, and keep um, Harrison too. Yeah, yeah. Harrison, you know, Harrison, Harrison didn't play bad down the stretch. I think when the line kind of settled into whoever they had. He yeah, seemed he's like okay. he played a little better. You know, I'm not yeah, saying he's, he's great old. or anything, but right, he's not because he's, he's Alex a backup. Lewis has a backup too. Right, that's and what Alex I was Lewis. about to say. You know, so, so they, right, they'll be they'll be forced to to keep few a couple of guys. They will make new additions, but there's not gonna be, you know, five or six new guys in the Jets uniform on the offensive line. That'll be almost impossible for them to pull. If Joe Douglas does that, he'll be a a freaking 
uh, hero in New York. Trust me when I tell you that. Not only in New York, but in the whole NFL. <laughs> well, the, the the one thing with with if they get a couple of guys in free agency, at least when they get to the draft, it's not like we have to draft right. a tackle. You know, at least there's and, a little less pressure and there's more options. And every year, down. and every year we say the same thing, and this makes absolutely all the sense in the world. You want to go into the draft armed already with some things, so that you're not diving into or reaching for players that you don't need to reach for. Right, you know, and you just pick guys at value or where they're supposed to go instead of reaching for them. Right, so, and then you can even possibility trade down. Maybe you could get an extra pick or two, and you know, who knows? But at least there's options. If you don't go in there saying, "All right, we need a tackle, we have to get a tackle," no, you know, like if you get a couple in free agency, maybe you don't need a tackle. They still might get him. You know, it might be a guy that they really like out of the top four that we that we've been talking about. But um, at least. The pressure, I think, is off to we need to tackle, you know. Then if a receiver drops that we like or, you know, God forbid if uh, the cornerback drops uh, Akuda, I don't think he's going to drop to 11, but you <laughs> no, never know. Not. Sometimes <laughs> these guys <laughs> drop and, you know, like they'll fall through the cracks and then you're left with that this guy be, and you're like, yeah, that, that would be – that, that would be ridiculous. that's a guy you don't let go no matter what. Yeah, no, He's a guy you no. drop. <laughs> <laughs> but he won't come to us, but you never know. <laughs> good, yeah. good way to dream. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into our last last two conferences. Um, so Chris, I know I know you got your, your salary cap and your teams together, and I know Sharman, you ready to, to let the let the people know what the what the team needs. So uh y'all can y'all can go right ahead and start. You can start with the NFC North. So go right ahead, Chris. All right, we got Green Bay. They won the division 13 and 3. They lost to who they uh, oh they beat Seattle and then they lost to San Fran Niners mm-hmm. yeah right in the playoffs um, their salary cap is not great I think they're at like eighteen million right now mm-hmm. so, so it's gonna be twenty six after the Jimmy yeah, I don't know if this, I'm not sure if this includes it I could check hold on I don't think but, it includes it yeah I don't yeah. think it included that's the that yeah, that cut was just recent right yeah but needs definitely wide receiver man uh. Uh, uh, either than when when Devonte Adams was injured, I think he was out for a couple games. Man, you could see how glaring that need was. Um, Devonte Adams is that one really guy. There was did this somebody... one kid, yeah, but yeah. he's he's kind of he's kind of uh, all over the place. He did have a couple good games, definitely right, but but he's still very inconsistent. I don't think uh, they want to uh, lean on him for future per se. I think getting, especially in a draft that we keep saying over and over that's deep in wide receivers, I think they definitely need to do, get a um, Devante, uh, Devante Adams, a running mate. Uh, Mike, uh, d- uh, defensive tackle, man, listen, um, I remember really I'm scratching my head at that move when they cut Mike Daniels last year, and they suffered for it, man. To me, to me, them, the middle of their, their, their run-stopping abilities was kind of effy. Uh, they need that. Um, I think I think they need linebackers. I think the only guy uh, they had last year was Blake Martinez, and uh, they need he's a free agent. So they need, I in my opinion, they need to resign him and get somebody else too. Um, their offensive line, man. Um, their uh, Bulaga is on uh, is a free agent. They need they need either to get his replacement or resign him. And Billy Turner did not have a good season. So uh, I figured uh, uh, 
they they need to address that too. Um, um, that that's about it. All right, uh, Minnesota finished second, ten and six. They got the wild card. They beat the Saints, right? Yes. In the playoffs, so Mister Cousins got the. Um, got that monkey off his back a little bit. No! <laughs> you want to play a little, a little bit, a little, a little bit, bit, a little bit, a little bit. Come on, Tiny Gavin, give us give, 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 give him credit, man. Listen, let's move on. We talked about this. Their salary cap is not good. They got less than a million to spend. Shit. So they're in really bad shape with the salary cap. So you're going to see Yeesh. a lot of movement. Um, already something got cut, right? Um, I don't think nobody from the Vikings got cut. I don't, yeah, I don't remember anybody. Then there's safety, or they're, they're looking to trade him? They're looking to they're make safe. a couple of trades, but... I know um, Diggs. To make a little trade. Yeah. I know Diggs. Did, did you see what Diggs showed up uh, today? He put a picture up. Cardinals with, shirt. Yeah, so I think oh, he's going to get moved eventually. I mean, oh, Jesus. This is like That's the second dude, or third yes. year in a row that he's... he's clown. He, loves, he loves attention, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves he to do. stir the pot, so yeah. he might be... Hey, and he's... Making a decent amount, so he's, he's a decent running back, uh, a yeah, decent wide receiver. receiver. No, he is absolutely. <laughs> I'm not putting him down. But they need to yeah. clear space, so I could definitely see guys being moved from the Vikings. Mm. Well, offense <laughs> in my offensive line, man. Uh, Lord have mercy. Um, uh, they they definitely need to do that. We. I mean, I know the 49ers offensive line is um, – um, the, the 49ers defensive line is a ridiculously talented group. But, man, I they, – they, 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 it didn't seem like they were putting up a fight at, at all in that game on offense. Um, they really struggled at, at cornerback, man. Um, they're, they're, um, Trey Waynes didn't play well at all. Uh, what's the other guy's name? They, 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 their cornerbacks just struggled. Yeah. yeah they didn't play, they didn't play well at all last year. Yeah, and they're pretty good. They've they've been known to be very good at corner, and that defense has been known to be very good. So yeah, it was kind of crazy that they they did not play well. Uh, aside, uh, yeah, um, Eric Kendricks is their only good linebacker. Uh, Anthony Barr is, uh, I mean, that he's guy. a good player. <laughs> he's an yeah. he's an okay player, but what they're asking him for, he's starting to kind of fall off. So they need his replacement. Um, uh, they still pretty good at defensive line. Uh, they, I mean, Inval Joseph, still a beast. You know, um, I don't, I, I, you know, I don't, I, you know, I don't see them. Uh, I don't see them really having an issue there. But uh, probably, um, probably getting another, uh, another, another wide receiver. You know, other than just the just the two guys, you probably get a slot receiver. Um, or somebody that could play inside outside to flip right. with uh, mm-hmm. with the other kid, the um, Justin Jefferson. Maybe maybe they could get somebody like that. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know if he's gonna fall that far, but yeah, um, you're right. Um, that that would be a very good uh, signing for them. Uh, they they but they need to also resign their their talented uh, safety Anthony Harris. Uh, he he is uh, really good. At, um, they need to figure out a way to sign him. Agree. And I think Cousins is going into his last year, right? Yeah, I think it's. Yes. I think it is. Yes. So that's a that's a big thing too. Oh yeah, they go. Oh, yeah, that go. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. They need to find the second coming. 
Yeah. Oh no, no, not the second coming. You don't want another Kirk Cousins. You want a better version. <laughs> you want a, want a, be- a lot better version. Uh, all right. Great. So next up in the North, you got Chicago. They finished eight and eight. Obviously, with the uh, quarterback issue, Trubisky still don't know the answer there. Well, some of us do. Um, <laughs> some of us know the answer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Davin definitely knows. Uh, yeah, knows oh, their salary cool, cap is decent. It's at twenty-four million. They got to spend. They've been linked to some of these veterans that are available, so they got some more holes. So what do yeah. we got? Bust the screen, they... bring the bad luck to them. Oh no! Don't bring screen into it. Man, we don't want to hear that guy's name again. Bust uh, the screen. They, they they cut they cut uh, Mukamara, former Giants cornerback. They cut him, and they cut they they cut their wide receiver Tyler Gabriel. Uh, they they definitely need to figure out what to do with Mitch Trubisky, if he is the future or if he is not bringing his replacement. Uh, offensive tackle, offensive line, man. They need line. They need especially at tackle. They need issues. They had really pro- they really had problems there. Uh, Bobby Massey had was injured. Uh, Charles Leno was injured. So you kind of saw them really fall off when those guys were off the field. Uh, Corners, corners, man. Uh, uh, like I said, Mukomaru is gone. Uh, Davin's friend, uh, Buster Screen, is has seen better days. Uh, Bryce Callahan mm. too. So they definitely need uh, upgrade. Um, uh, inside linebacker, man. Chicago is always known to have fear, fear, fear some. Inside linebackers, and they don't have that right now. Need to figure out what they're gonna do there. Uh, Danny Tradison and Kevin Pierlu is a, a free agent, so they got to figure out what they're gonna do. That Clinton Dix, you know, I don't know, man. I'm kind of, I'm kind of iffy about this kid. I don't know. I mean, he's an okay guy, uh, but they need to either replace him or resign him. Uh, Allen Robinson is good. Is, is plays well, but they, they they definitely need another wide receiver since they let uh since they cut um the speedster on t- Taylor Gabriel they need to get another wide receiver there and uh other um they need to get um they need to get uh, I th- I think they need um they need uh on I don't think uh, Leonard Floyd does it I think probably get a replacement for him uh I don't uh, all get depth there. At, at edge rusher. All right. So Detroit finished at three twelve and one. They lost their last nine games, um, and Ooh. we were hearing rumors of Stafford wanting out of Detroit. Don't know if that's true or not. Their salary cap is in decent shape. They got forty six million to spend. Not bad. So with the holes that they have, they could definitely make some moves, and. What do you think the moves they're gonna make, Charmin? I I want to talk about the moves that they made, especially one in particular that that's kind of still a head scratcher and getting rid of their one of their better uh, secondary players in Quadri Diggs. Uh, um, I I still don't understand um, what what happened there. He he still went on to play really well where he went, uh, which I can't remember what team on the top of my head. Um, uh, maybe he had an issue with the coaches. I don't know. Um, they need corners, man. 
We, um, I think everybody and their mama has draft. I had mocked them picking Jeff Akuda at number three in the draft, um, because they really need they need Darius Slay. Is good, but he needs he can't do it on his own. Uh, huh. Inside linebacker. I mean, they've been trying to draft an inside linebacker for the longest. I, they've bust, they've they've shot and missed at so many guys. It's ridiculous. At this point, they need to they need to hit at one point. Uh, they definitely need a safety. Like I said, they let their they let their safety go. Uh, one of the guys that we talk we were talking about at guard, that's on that's a free agent is from the team Graham Glasgow. Uh, they need to retain him because he's a free agent. Um, Trey Flowers was was uh, was good, but he needs help at edge rush. Carrion Johnson, you know, hasn't stayed healthy, so they need to they need, definitely need to do running back um, and probably find a successor for Matthew Stafford. You know, he's getting long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. That's, that'd be it. Yeah, I, I don't think they have as many holes as, as a 3-12 and 12 team looks. Like, they lost a lot of games by less than a touchdown or by one, you know, by one score. So, I don't think... They, they yeah, definitely... They, yeah, they were definitely more competitive than people think. I think yeah. if you watch... Because I did watch them play, and they really, they really caused a lot of issues for a lot of teams. I remember there was a, well, didn't they beat the Chiefs? Remember they beat the Chiefs, and everybody was like, "Huh, what's happened to the Chiefs?" You know. So listen, they, I think, I think it was in the beginning of the season they beat a few teams where people were scratching their head, they couldn't understand. They beat the um, Chargers and Philly. Early yeah, they also on. beat right, exactly. And then they, well, they lost to the Chiefs. It was a good game, though. They it lost is, right, right. They, they almost did. Yeah, they almost, they almost did. Right, that's what it is. My At the bye, they were two. But, yeah. They were two o oh, two one and two one and one at the bye, and then they yeah. won one game the rest of the way. So that's crazy. So yeah, yeah. So so um so there's been whispers of their of the way the, the the coaching staff and all this stuff and and they have another season at it. I yeah. I would I would think I would think that's probably their last attempt at writing the ship. Yeah, I would think so because that's been a couple of years. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll go to the South. New Orleans won the won the division, thirteen and three, but then they lost to Minnesota in the playoffs, choking again, third year in a row. Don't want to say that. Don't don't say it like that. <laughs> All right, they lost their third year in a row in the playoffs, um, heartbreakingly. Um, anyway, um, their salary cap is at twelve million, so not great. So you might see some movement there. Obviously, we're talking about Breeze coming back. But they got to talk about the successor to him as well, like what you just said about Stafford, because Breeze is a year-to-year guy. I, you know, They said he was leaning towards retiring this year, but I guess he thought about it enough and said, hey, you know what, I'm in a good situation. I got a good chance to win, so let's give it one more shot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what do you think they could fix? Yeah, uh, Drew Brees is going to give it one more shot, of course. Uh, they got to figure out backup quarterback. Most likely, Teddy Bridgewater is out of, out of there. Somebody's going to sign him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need corner. Uh, Janaris Jenkins, they got in jade last year. Uh, but they need, uh, they, need, uh, they need help there. Um, they got Eli Apple, too, in a trade, didn't they? Yeah, but, yeah, but he's kind of – I don't know what his deal is, man. He, yeah. he really – yeah. 
he really fall off. He, he's really average. fallen off. Yeah, he's really fallen off. Um, Andres Pete, their guard. Uh, he plays tackle sometimes. He plays guard sometimes for them. Um, he's a he's kind of a iffy player, man. Um, the 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 other players on that line are very very solid players. Or some of them are Pro Bowl players. Um, he he's kind of the weak link there. So if they could like you know, get a better player in his steed, that would be better. Um, that would be good. Um, uh, I think they need to start talking about linebackers, man. Kiko Lonzo, uh, that they traded for, he tore his Achilles. Uh, that, that's, that wouldn't be the guy, you know. He might get cut. I'm look, yeah, just looking at his uh, thing. Most likely. He doesn't have much uh, dead – he doesn't have much of a dead cap hit. Yeah. He's cut, so and, he's owed $8 million. Yeah. His dead cap hit is only like eight hundred thousand. So they they need they definitely need somebody to run with AJ Klein and Demario Davis. Uh, um, I think they could get somebody late in the um, late in the first round. Uh, they have a first round pick, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So they they definitely need they definitely could get could get somebody. They need they definitely need linebackers. That's it. Um, hold on, I, I I do want to say they they I think they need somebody to uh, a wide receiver to run with Michael Thomas. The reason why I say that is because uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, because yeah, Jared, that a, Jared that Cook is the second the second one, yes. and it's and Kamara is the third. Yes, yeah. and Kamara the running back. They need they well, need somebody. Don't forget to, Ted Ginn. Don't forget Ted Ginn, yes, man. But Come Ted Ginn <laughs> only had four hundred yards. <laughs> let's be yeah. real. You know, let's they they need they need somebody that can take the pressure off of uh, Thomas, so Thomas will be able to play like the number one receiver he is. Had an animal season. And, and, I you totally know, expecting, agree with you. Expecting the same same thing. If they get a, a number two guy, they they'll be fine. Yeah, I totally, I totally, sh- that was short sighted on my notes there. I, I totally forgot to write that in my notes. Yeah. Good catch. Falcons, Falcons are up next. They finished second tied with Tampa at seven and nine. They were a, a two different, <laughs> two different half team here. Yep. Uh, before the bye week, they had lost six in a row and then they came back and won. Uh, six and two. Four. Was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Six and two. So, this is another one that's got one more year, I think, to prove themselves, right? This coaching staff. Yeah, they um, they, but they yeah. did a hell of a they did a hell of a job turning around whatever the hell was going on, man. A lot of what, a lot of what I remember, I'm listening to the radio, um, out out of Atlanta and their podcasts and stuff like that. A lot of it was felt like it was on defense. Um, <laughs> oh, their salary cap yeah. is not in good shape. Four million. They, yeah, have they right don't now. have that much money. You're so right. you might see some movement here with these guys. Yeah. Um. I think I think they cut Bisley already. Did they let him Ooh. go? Or he's just a free agent. Vic Bisley, they pass rusher. Um. I, I think oh, I think a, he's a. I think he's a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a free agent, and their their other pass rusher, Adrian Claiborne, is a free agent also. So they definitely need to either do something about edge rusher more than anything. They got to do something with their secondary. Their secondary definitely, like I said. It was horrible. Even if it, they kind of made a little, little adjustments uh, that made them play a little better down the stretch. Um, uh, Grady Jarrett is one of the best defensive tackles in the league, man. But they, he definitely needs the help up the middle there. Uh, they need better help, better uh, better guys next to him playing defensive tackle. 
Uh, Austin Hooper, their tight end, is a free agent also, and that good, mm-hmm. that guy has been a very reliable target for Matt Ryan. Wasn't their so, their line was a mess too, right? Their offensive line. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say that next. Um, they 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 definitely need God help. Uh, I think that it, I think it was their right guard that had the most issues. Uh, what's his name again? <laughs> I, I know they didn't they draft two guys Carpenter? last year. <laughs> they drafted two guys high last year in the uh, yeah in the first yeah round. and both and both of them we kind of killed for it if you remember yeah. we were saying yes. that they were kind of iffy players. Right. Um, yeah, nobody nobody really stepped up to take the position that they had a hole in. So they definitely need to revisit that. Um, and they need to figure out what they're going to do with Devonta Freeman, man. Um, often injured player at this point with this $10 million contract almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they got to do something with that. And they kick a sock. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do something with that. Uh, they had a history of with Matt Bryant being one of the better kickers in the NFL. And now they had some kid. I forget his name. Oh, cool. Dad. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so they need they need a better kicker. A better All right. Kicker. So next up is Tampa Bay. They were tied with them at seven and nine. Uh, we know what Winston did. He threw for what was it, five thousand yards? But he also threw for a hundred interceptions. <laughs> thirty uh, for thirty. <laughs> right. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Yeah, right. 30, 33 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, and 5,100. So, and he's a free agent. So, and that's a team that we were hearing maybe Brady is going to go to. But we'll, we'll definitely get a final answer Monday or Tuesday, hopefully. But uh, what else we got here on this team? Yeah, like you said, uh, they got to figure out what to do with Jameis. Um, like like you said, man, uh, the head scratching throws get for pick sixes, and uh, also some throws that you can't believe that he actually completed because you just he just has an elite arm, you know. So you like what is he? Is he that elite arm or is he that boneheaded player? Which one? <laughs> can't figure it out. Uh, a little where yeah, at this point. Uh, they need to fix their secondary, man. They um, ended the season allowing the third most passing yards in the in the in the league. And they're uh, in great know. shape, by the way. Salary cap. They got eighty-four million to spend. There you go. So, um, uh, um, they'll be busy. Our, our our former coach Todd Bowles is a is a better defensive coach than this man. So he got to do something with his secondary. Uh, uh, they they need better safety play. And all and better corner play, everything in their secondary needs to be fixed. Uh, running back, Ronald Jones, they drafted last year from USC. He was kind of effy. Didn't really prove that he was. I think they need to go in and try to get themselves a running back. Both edge rushers are free agents, so they need to figure that out. Yeah, also, JPP and Barrett. And Barrett, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and their special team is okay. also need a free agent uh, 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 need replacing, man. Both their kicker and their punter. Ooh. All right, so they they can be busy in free agency for sure. Yeah. Um, so Carolina is going to round up the South. We'll be with them. They finished at five and eleven. Uh, Cam Newton was basically out the whole season. Um, he's still rehabbing. There are rumors about him being traded. Uh, they did sign Kyle Allen back. I don't know if he's the long term answer, but he's the for now answer. And um, 
their salary cap is let's see where are they they're they got 24 million so not great mm. so you might see a little bit of movement here as well but what do they need Charmin, other than quarterback <laughs> yeah the, um i think i think this is a long-term view look at the big contract they gave to matt rule that who's the new coach right, new new head coach yeah, um, I think they're going to be implementing a lot of things off of what LSU's um, offense was because their offense is um, LSU's offensive uh, or, or, or passing coordinator um, is actually now their OC, their offensive coordinator. So you're going to see a lot of that um, in the NFL when it comes to them. Um, it's going to be a brand new thing, man. It's going to be a lot of Matt Rue getting his guys into the in-house. So there's going to be a lot of uh, turnover, in my opinion. Um, they, they, they definitely need to address their secondary. Uh, we spoke about uh, James Bradbury. That's a free agent. That's their best corner. Um, either, either let him go or sign, re-sign him. Uh, they need safeties. Uh, both Reed and Boston, Trey Boston and, and Darren Reed, had horrible seasons, man. They 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 looked like they couldn't tackle for nothing. Uh, their pass protection was one of the worst in the league, man. Uh, remember, we were we were fawning over Jane, uh, over Par- or Matt Paradis uh, last year, and then he went when he went over to the to Carolina. Everybody thought that we lost something until he got to Carolina and wet the bed. Did not look that good. Uh, um, Daryl Williams, their left tackle, had really struggled throughout the year, um, and and they let Trey Turner, probably their best off, um, best lineman, to let him go to the Chargers. So, um, oh, what's his name? Retired to too, right? Keekley retired. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. Ooh. So they definitely need need need. Um, That's a huge hole on need, defense. Need right? linebacker help. Yeah, they need linebacker help and. Uh, both the edge rushers, uh, Bruce Irvin and, and Addison, are free agents, so they need to figure that out. And like like you said, Kikley is retired, so the only linebacker they have now is Shaq Thompson. So they definitely need to figure that, figure their linebackers out. Mm-hmm. And then don't they need the tight end from Greg Olson? Right, he left. Yeah. Um, you know what? Man, like I said, Davin's always there for me, man. Just, <laughs> yeah. Well, think about – here's some of the names they have on there as the tight end. Samaric so Hemingway, Chris mm-hmm. Manhurts, mm-hmm. and Ian Thomas. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. you go. So that, so that means they need a tight end. There you go. Right, exactly. <laughs> that, they wide receivers and running back is set. They just need a, a quarterback. I wonder, would they think about yeah. trading – McCaffrey, you think? I've heard. I am not. I'm, that that's so funny that you brought that up. There was this one podcast I was listening to, and the guys, no, no lie, brought it up, and everybody on the podcast was like, "No, that's ridiculous." But the guy made a pretty good point. You know that that basically they're beating him into the ground. He's all they have, and and if and if it's true that they're really trying to, you know change into a Matt Rule type system, you know, is, you know, is, 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 is look, is, is he definitely the kind of running back he wants? Who knows? You know, we'll see what, what, what happens, what will happen. It's interesting because think about it. It's going to be at least a two or three year 
um, rebuild for this team, right? Because they got the new coach. He's going to want to bring the exact. That's the exact point the guy made. Right. So it's next, just so, to a T. Right. That, so think that, about the that, next. Yeah. Next Go three ahead. years, this guy's going to be getting beaten up for the next three years. You yep. know, going through this rebuild, and then when they finally got a team, how's he going to be? Not gonna, he's not going <laughs> to be the same player. You're right. right. So exactly. I mean, I don't know what they'll get for him. You know, I I don't know. Yep. Right now, right now, to when the, the way he's playing, you can probably get a first and maybe somebody Whew. else for him. I'm just saying. Oh, you could definitely get two picks, yeah, so two high picks for yes. him. That guy is a I agree. Imagine man, putting him on like animal. San Francisco with the way they run the ball. Oh, they have <laughs> mercy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Match made in heaven. Oh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> but that's but that's it for our podcast. Um. We hoping we hoping the new league starts on Monday, so we're definitely gonna be on here next week because it's gonna be a big week um, starting Monday. But um, follow us on Twitter again, Just Fans Podcast. Uh, give us some feedback. Maybe maybe down the line after next week or two or whatever like that. Maybe we'll start taking some questions from you from from y'all from y'all listeners and we can answer some questions. Um, but until next week, uh, we're taking flight. We're out of here. Take flight. Take flight.